the Burger Shack, a WOWL production owned by WRL Broadcast. Um, welcome to the show, Burger. And What's up, guys? Mr. Zubaz, as always. Hello. I think I think this is my first appearance on the new, new, newly branded uh, WROWL or whatever it is. Yeah, it's there. It's all the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just having fun with it. But well, well if, it, if it helps, Zubaz, if you need to, because I'm sure there's a lot of butterflies for being on this new, new setup. <laughs> Um, feel free to imagine me naked right now. Uh, well, I always do that regardless of, <laughs> of where we're at. So I used to not imagine you naked, but after seeing you in those golden curls, I just, <laughs> I haven't had a chance to listen to the whole episode, but I had to pop into the YouTube version to see once I started listening. Oh, so yeah. I usually don't. And I was like, yeah. wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, you had Kitty on, of course, and you know, she looked great as always, of course. But, but you stole the right. show. <laughs> well thank you um and uh before we get into dc legends talk that's what we're talking about today right now diablo immortal correct <laughs> oh i'm only here for uh, diablo uh this is awkward <laughs> no just kidding um that has been the talk of the server um in the dojo so if you are playing diablo Mo immortal we just wanted to throw out there real quick we are playing on the north american doomringer server so come join the dojo we have a diablo immortal section quite a few of us are enamored by the game i've been waiting for years if you recall me and ogre had we are immortal podcast that we had started thinking the game was coming out in a year well, it's been about four years since then, and it has come out, and it has exceeded all my expectations and then some. So I honestly didn't think I was going to like it, and it's dangerously addictive. So anyway, if you're playing and you want to join us, we will be forming an alliance. They're called clans, so come check it out. Anyway, let's get on to DC Legends. And um, Zubaz, if you want to start, who do we want to start with? Desad or Granny? Dealer's uh... choice. Up to you. Well, actually, why don't, why don't we start with Desad since he's uh, going to be available to everybody sooner, right? Yeah, he's the. Yeah. Actually, he comes out tonight at his sale. And I do yeah. have some really cool Great. art from. He's just in the game. He looks so awesome. And then I have some cool art that, uh, from the comic that Silver Fox sent me that looks super awesome. So with that, uh, Zubaz. Yeah. Um, so Desad, I mean, it's, it's an interesting month because these are characters that you know they're they're well known within the tiny universe that they have um you know these are new gods this is a apocalypse dark side that whole thing but their reach has always been a little bit limited in that regard um both of these characters too i mean they have just these like horrible tragic backstories where dark side essentially manipulates them into becoming kind of uh, extremely loyal to him. And and Dark uh, Desaad is different than Granny in the sense that Desaad is like a little nerdling, weakling little guy. Uh, he, uh, you know, he is just like this sniveling, coward little dude uh, that, that Dark Side manipulates into becoming kind of his master torture person, his master manipulator. Um, and that's how he was for, for probably the better part of like 50 years, um, I guess 40 years, like 70 into about, you know, the 2010s. And then when we get to new 52, um, they definitely bumped him up quite a bit. Uh, they gave him sort of, uh, new God powers. He's now really strong. His psychological and uh, psychic powers were amped up quite, quite a bit. Um, so now he's kind of like a formidable force. They don't really see him as like the little sidekick, uh, but he, he just, he doesn't have a lot of good stories or anything like that. Like, it's not like if you're like, Oh, you know, you want to go find a good Desaad story. Here's what you should read. Uh, you know, it's just read new gods. That's, that's what it always was. Read, read Jack Kirby, the King, read, read his old stuff. Um, as far as in game uh, in terms of like his kit and loyalty to what he does, I think it makes sense. He's he supports Darkseid. He's stronger with Darkseid, and the things that he does are not powerful on their own. Um, they are they make other people more powerful. Or he's good at calling other people in to kind of do his dirty work. So so I think they've done a good job. And as you guys mentioned, he looks 
fantastic. Um, you know, I, I, I was saying earlier, like the art this month, like, you know, when I was talking about with Kitty, especially, um, they're very ugly, but that is how they're supposed to be. Uh, so, so they really nailed his, his character, the way he really? stands, the, the poses he does. They did a really good job with that. Burger, what do you think about his, like, in-game? How do you like him? He, I mean, he just looks so cool. They did such a good job. Yeah, I mean, looks. I mean, he, he does look great. And, you know, like, there is there is a bug right now, right, that, you know, we've kind of talked about and hopefully gets fixed soon. Um, his three outside of being underneath dark side um, works well. Um, but his three underneath dark side is supposed to purge all buffs and then, you know, apply, uh, buff immunity and, you know, all that. Right. And it's, it's not, it's not doing that underneath dark side. So, um, so that, that does kind of, you know, hurt a little bit, but I mean, really the only thing that I see, like if he's surrounded by a bunch of people and he can do the call assists and, um, you know, he can kind of set up other tunes. He's great. But, you know, if he gets one-on-one -on -one versus anybody, like, it doesn't mean, it, like, it could be anybody in the game. If he's one-on-one, -on -one, he's not going to win. Um, unless he can just get lucky and be stunning people at the beginning of his turn nonstop. Um, but, you know, he his one just hits so, so weak. Um, he, he's gonna, like, he's not gonna win one-on-one, -on -one, even if there's an affinity advantage or anything. Like, it's it's really rough. But outside of that, I mean, it's, it's really cool. I mean, like having it to where, you know, stuns at the uh, beginning of his turn, it, you know, that 30% chance, right. To, to stun the entire team. Um, I mean, it can be, it can really set you up well. And I think in siege, he's, he's going to have to be somebody that you're kind of preparing for um, if he gets a turn. He looks like he's going to be really scary on defense. Cause that 30% is going to be a hundred percent siege. So, I mean, he's just gonna. <laughs> I mean, all his abilities. Well, you have to approach it. You have to approach it that way, right? Like you always have to approach it like it's a hundred percent. So, and it's just gonna happen anyway. But he just—I'm excited about him more right. than I've been excited about a character in a while because I've wanted us to. Like, we we have so many characters that do a bunch of things and do a bunch of damage, but he's a true pure control character, and I don't feel like they've gone after they didn't do enough of those like he's kind of i think i said this on a different podcast but he's kind of what i thought specter should have been low damage but does a ton of stuff instead they gave him the highest damage in the game instead but he's actually perfect because he does no damage but he does so many other things yeah i i just you know i wish his one was hitting underneath shield um and i wish it would avoid uh awareness and you know, because that way, you know, again, it does give him a little bit of a chance. Um, but like, if he's on his own, you're 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 screwed. So I'm okay with that personally. Zubaz, what do you think of him? I, you know, I, I think his kit is interesting. Um, there's been a lot of back and forth about, you know, uh, oh, I, I think we should have more kits like Desad, where pairing him with another character makes him better. Or I think we should have fewer kits like that. Like it cripples him that you have to use dark side. Um, and first of all, I, I don't think you have to use dark side with Desaad. I think, yes, that skill becomes a lot more potent. Um, and you may want to bring it in to deal with very specific comps. But on its own, uh, it's, a, it, it's the first guaranteed AoE stun in the game. You know, the, the closest we, we initially, we had Cersei was you had a 30% chance and then they bumped that up with, with UV John Stewart is up to a 75% chance. This is guaranteed. And I mean, anybody who played with, with UV John, yes, the damage on that move was really good, but it was the fact that you now got an entire extra set of turns before the enemy moved again. That was made it so appealing. Uh, so, so even if that's his only good move, and it's on a relatively low cooldown that you can kind of manipulate with other characters too, your Donna Troys and your Batmans and that kind of thing. Uh, I, I think he's going to be really useful, but I guess we'll we'll wait and see. Um, the burger that that cooldown's on a two turn cooldown, right? So every other turn. Um, I believe so. I'm trying. Yeah, yeah I need to. I think I that's the recall. 
Yeah, I think it is. <clears throat> yeah, I remember watching some of your videos, and I remember you being able to use it every other turn. So that's, I mean, that's an amazing ability. When it's fixed, it's going to be, even if the rest of his kit is just complete crap, that one skill makes him worth it, in my opinion. Um, yeah, we've had, like, one skill wonders before, you know? Like, I think a lot of tunes have have succeeded just based on one really good skill. I do. Pulse comes to mind, you know. And I do think his two is actually pretty decent. I mean, he steals four buff from the enemy team, four random allies. I mean, granted, it's not super great, but it's still four buffs. And then you can steal the shield. So, I mean, it's a low yeah, chance I, to I purge. think he'll be very um, interesting in Siege, especially. Um, I, w I was talking about with Hawkeye earlier how I think they have done a much better job with the Siege bonus tunes in the last couple months trying to really synergize them and counter each other as opposed to just what felt like random selections. And so this month when you have Stargirl, who's got that ridiculous 75% AOE shield that she does, Desaad can steal quite a bit of that. 15% um, per each of them. He's going to be fully shielded basically at that point. Uh, I, I think that that's going to be really interesting. Basically, Desaad playing off of Stargirl and Kilowog this month. Yeah, that's. I, I think you're going to see high bonus tune usage. You're going to see three and four bonus teams a lot, but I think it will be a pretty interesting siege for that reason. Um, let's talk legendary order in this because I think he's a little bit tough. I, I would think his three is first, but tell me if you disagree, Burger, after using him. That, that's what I put first. I mean, it sucks right now. It's bugged, so yeah. you, you probably don't want to take it first. But um, but that's what I put first. And then it, it is tough. Like, And the cool thing is, is I mean, like, you, I mean, you need some of this stuff in order to make him hopefully viable because he doesn't do a lot of damage right. So like, I, it was hard for me between Temptation, which is his one, and... Um, his five, you know, torture new gods, um, and so I ended up, I ended up going, um, taking his five second, and then his one third. So I went three, five, one, then his two. I did fourth, um, and then his four. I did fifth. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, and. For those of you listening that haven't seen it yet, his three is the one that if Darkseid's a teammate, purges all buffs from the enemy team before applying buff immunity, which that actually, normally when it's a legendary, and Zubez, you seem to know this stuff a little better than the most, wouldn't that happen after the stun since it's a legendary ability? So if they have a Terra, you're still not going to be able to stun if it's working correctly? So I, I think so, but... Uh, they did go out of their way in this case to specifically say that the buff immunity applies first. Um, let me pull up the exact text. But it says, if, a dark, uh, if dark side is a teammate, purge all buffs from the enemy team before applying buff immunity. That doesn't... Right. So the buff immunity, though, is part of yes, true. the lower scale. So that makes me believe that if it's working properly, because the buff immunity triggers at the same time as the stun, that you may actually be able to purge all and then stun. That, I mean, if that's, that's the hope. case, that's just redonkulous. I mean, just crazy good. <laughs> um, yeah. If, unfortunately, we didn't get the tap joy that we normally get, and I'm still fighting with them on my gemini gems which aren't that much anyway <laughs> he would be an rb5 candidate i'm probably gonna have to wait till the next go around because it's just too expensive but he's he's one of super i mean i hope they fix him fast because it's so good so then you said his five next 20 percent over overheal and 20 percent chance to gain debuff immunity one turn at the end of the Zod's turn, which seems pretty good. The rest of them are all low chances, so his one's a 25% chance to call assist. I see why you want that. Even at 25%, you know, you get to, you tend to use their basics a lot, so it's going to be halfway decent. Um, his two is 25% chance to purge one buff from each enemy. Pretty decent, but once again, it's only 25% chance. And then his... Uh, what was he? Is that all? Four. It's four. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Against twenty five percent overheal, overheal after an enemy with the energy affinity hits him. So 
You know? Yeah, I would have moved that up if it wasn't just that one. But yeah, um, but it might be good during Siege. I mean, because you're probably going to have a lot of Star Girls running around. I would think though. I mean, really, if you get them out one, you have everything you really, really want, and then everything yeah. is kind of for sure. So yeah, he seems like a solid character. Don't probably don't need a lot. L1. Yeah. Probably I'm really go. torn on taking him RB4 though for Siege. Yeah. Oh, I can't I can't tell if I want to do him RB4 or finish Kilowog RB4 and then get Stargirl RB4. Like it's there's a lot of like good tunes this month this month for Siege and uh, it's it's gonna be a fun one for sure. I've always liked Kilowog too, and he's one I've thought about taking to RB5 for a long, long time. Um because Du Bois is so much better than like L five he stinks, but RB five he I mean not stinks, but he's so squishy. RB five he's so much better. Yeah, yeah, I have him RB two already, and 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 the cool thing about him is like even if you're going against like an Aquaman team uh, KOA, like you can, you know, you can target that stun, and so you're getting the turn meter down, the twenty percent turn meter down right, and then you can target that stun on Aquaman, so where he's not gonna sit there and boost everybody up, so. You know, it's it really uh, he, he is good for that. All right, Zubaz, why don't you give us the Granny background? Uh, sure. So, so Granny Goodness, um, you know, she's she's one of those classic characters that kind of comes around all throughout fiction, where they give them like this very uh, caretaker name, like a mother, Granny, something like that. They give them kind of a little bit of a caretaker appearance, you know, old woman, uh, more matronly kind of thing, and then just make them absolutely the most evil thing that you can imagine. Um, so, you know, there's a couple of those. You see those in, in fiction quite a bit, and, and this was Jack Kirby's version of that. Um, you know, she's a character that has been around a very long time, um, you know, if, if you're going to read anything for Granny Goodness, it's, it's probably the Mr. Miracle series from the 1970s. Um, my one warning on that is it's just incredibly dense. If you are somebody that grew up like within the last 10 years reading comics, you know how quick you can read a single issue of a comic. Uh, if you go back to the 70s, those Jack Kirby things, those new gods things, they are dense, dense as could be. And it'll take you a lot longer to read a single issue. Um, but that's where she really kind of makes her name. Um, in terms of my like recommendation for what to read for her, there was a really good mini series a couple years ago, The Female Furies, um, written by uh, Cecil Castellucci, who I, I really like her as a writer. Um, I thought Shade the Changing Girl was really good. I thought, um, you know, I think they they did a, a pretty decent job with that that book. Um, but but yeah, I mean, Granny Goodney is just you know she she raises Mister Miracle. She runs the orphanage and she uh, is in charge of the female furies, which is like dark sides, female hit squad. Um, and so she's always been portrayed as just kind of this hound dog bulldog of a woman. Um, my favorite interpretation of her was Ed Asner voicing her uh, in a lot of the DC animated stuff that they've done. So um, just kind of a neat character. Uh, and in terms of what they did for her in game, I mean, she looks great. Um, that was always, you know, they, they nailed exactly how she looks. There's, there's a lot of folks that have been commenting that her animations, that she seems a little more sprightly uh, than, than they would have suggested. But that's kind of the whole thing is like, she is a new God. She's got super stamina, the super strength, the super everything. Uh, so yeah, granny can do backflips and it's not a big deal. Uh, so, so I think they've done a good job. I would check out that female fury series. And if you're looking for just somebody whose appearance is, is not what they are, uh, granny goodness is going to be up your alley. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen her some in the comics. Actually, I, it's cool that they do. Cause I mean, these characters, there isn't a ton of them out there. So it's, it's cool mm -hmm. to have something different and they, I think DC legends pretty much nailed it with the, the art animations um i thought they were fine i didn't like get overly excited about them but i thought they did a good job overall so nice burger what are your thoughts on her as a character um so i 
I I was really surprised by it. You know, it seemed like kind of going into it um, after the kit was first announced and people were talking about her like it was like, hey, here's going to be a slow tune, a slow gear tune. Um, but I went ahead and was like, hey, you know what? Screw it. Like, I'm going to take her up and, and kind of see see what she has to offer. And she's she's really good. Like, she kind of fits my play style probably a lot more than Desaad, even though I think Desaad's kind of fun. Um, but she just run around smacking the crap out of everybody. Um, you know, you have, uh, especially, I mean, she's pretty quick and you can see in the animations how nimble she is as Zubaz was talking about. Right. So she actually is pretty quick, it seems. And, um, you know, her three, like, I mean, I have her taking out like RB three Terra's. Um, cause, cause she gets that bonus of their legendary of, you know, the hundred, like if they're at a hundred percent HP, she, they apply double damage and she's just like slapping the crap out of people. So, um, so I, I, I actually really like her. I think she fits my play style, uh, nicely. I like being in and out of a match quickly. Hate, you know, waiting for people to die slow, painful deaths. Let's just put them out of their misery and move on. Um, and, and she actually really does a good job of that. Now, um, I, I saw a video where she took out Terra, high-ranked Terra, with no crit, which blew mm-hmm. my mind. Um, it was funny because I remember when we first saw all their kits, my first thought was, if her three does really good damage, she might be a really good tune. But outside of that, everything else didn't look that great. But after watching a bunch of your videos, she looks really good on everything. I mean, like she seems like she... I was really... I, I hate all these taunts they're slapping on everybody. But she actually seems like she can take a hit, so it actually seems like a good thing. Sure. Yeah, she can. Yeah, she she does really well. Like I, I was I was pleasantly surprised by her for sure. Zubaz, have you seen any granny video? Yeah, I mean, I've watched um, I've watched a bunch of uh, the burger videos that are kind of floating around. Um, some stuff that that Loot shared as well. Um, yeah, I mean that three. We kind of knew that that three was going to be really, really good. Um, It's it's a move that already has one of the highest scaling imaginable in the game. Um, You know, for those of you that that don't get access to some of this stuff, like the uh, something that's around 200 is is a pretty solid move. 300, I think, is the highest we've really seen. And this particular move is like right up there. Uh, and so the idea that we're then going to double it is crazy. Um, and I, I want to say, I'm not entirely sure. I think it was Hawkeye that might've been the one to pitch the double damage, um, depending on, you know, the, the enemies, like their HP, um, and given like how much overheal there is or how much shield there is out there, it's actually pretty frequent that we get those full 100% HP tunes. So that move was always just going to slap. Um, I, you know, I think the problem with Granny, not that it's a problem, but I just, I was disappointed that her kit seems like it lacks a little bit of focus. Um, you know, we get, we get silence, we get enrage, we get stuns, we get speed downs, we get strength downs. And you might look at that and think, oh, that's awesome. She does all the different debuffs. But I find, at least for my play style, the characters that are more successful are the ones that are more niche. So it's like you bring her because you want to be silencing tunes or you want to be enraging tunes, that sort of thing. Um, but I, you know, I do think overall that, that she looks really good. Um, and I, again, you know, I, I want to just compliment them on, on the way that the, the interplay works with Siege this month. You know, if you are a, a spender and you're going to buy Granny Goodness ahead of time, um, she's got that AOE in Rage, and then you've got St. Walker as a bonus tune who stuns all enraged enemies on his three. Um, and I think that that together, you know, you, you've got those two moves, maybe throw in Desaad for another enemy AOE stun. You could effectively keep the enemies locked down for, for like two to three turns. And he's going to be um, a high yeah. bonus tune, Sage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm very curious of how it works out because on the one hand, you think you're going to do these high bonus tunes, but at, at some level, I think people are going to have to start running your Terras and your Hals uh, to deal with all these like AOE stuns and rages, silences, that kind of thing. So, so I think it'll be, I think it'll be pretty interesting. But, but overall, I think a pretty good kit. Um, 
I, I just, I personally wish that it was slightly more focused. I do like the silent stun interplay. That seems pretty decent. And then, I mean, her, that fifth, the, her second passive, just doing the true damage and gaining the true heal and then applying two turn silence. That's going to be really annoying in Siege because you know it's going to pick whoever you don't want it to pick every time. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to open up some, some of that silence uh, comp gameplay that some people like. I think she's going to be incredible with Yara Floor. Um, you know, when, once you've got silenced tunes, Yara starts giving out extra shield. Yara then can hit under shields and awareness. Um, so I think that they're going to be pretty good together. And then that, like you said, that, that second passive with just a random 5% true damage, even if it just removes awareness, you know, like that might open up like a specter or uh, a Martian Manhunter or something like that, that you might otherwise have not been able to take out. Yeah, that she definitely has an interesting kit. I mean, I, I'm with you on the just slapping weird stuff all over the place, but sometimes that works, and it might actually work for her. And she she will pair well with a lot of different characters. So I, I don't yeah, know. I, I didn't so I didn't want to like her. I was hoping that she might join the slow gear list, but I have enough slow gears that I'm okay with her being good because I think it'd be interesting. And it's nice to see because there isn't a ton of blues like there's there's several great. I mean, just great blues mystics. But then there's a whole bunch of mystics that are just not like you're just not going to bring them because the other mystics are just so much better. But I think she has that double damage finishing move (laughs) outside of you. You know, there's a few people. But I mean, I, I, you know, and, you know, I run the um, the Aquaman Mira Tula team right. all the time, but <laughs> yeah. I think that three just gives you a reason that you're going to bring her even over Spectre in some cases, because hey, that there's a terror I want to just nuke out of the gate. You're going to bring Granny, so I think she'll I think she'll see play even after Siege most likely. I could be wrong. Burger, what are we thinking? Obviously, I'm guessing her three is unquestionably her number one. For sure, yeah. I had her at her three number one, which. You know, it's the finishing touch, and that's where it adds the hundred percent targets at hundred percent HP. Apply double damage. Uh, you know, there there was a couple that I was like kind of think looking at, but I I feel like I wanted to kind of set some stuff up, and so I, I chose her five as her second that's what as, I was as the two because um, it applies silence at the target just just for the fact that she ends her turn. So her turn's over. Um, you know, if she, you know. Five percent true damage on random enemy. Uh, you know she gains three percent true heal, but then she also applies silence to that target, which to me kind of sets up next to take her one, um, which is I think it's Pecana, um, and that's you know if the target is silenced, apply stun. So you can kind of set that up, and then uh, next I took her four fourth, which I don't I can't even start to say that Manatel. Uh, which is the pa- the other passive of seventy five percent chance to apply five strength downs with Granny's hit, um, also apply five speed downs, um, and so again, like I think she has some really really strong passives, um, and then I took her um, second. I took that last, um, which is the apply bleeds to all enemies if she's under fifty percent HP, and um, and so like to me it's just like I I don't want to really gamble on it and then plus the bleeds aren't sticking very long so um so that's why i took that last that shan man bleeds are one turn yeah oh, is that for sure hey what's up <laughs> it is like, like, <laughs> hey guys i was like wait that, that, was, that didn't sound like zubaz at all <laughs> well loot always has my back he's just like boom jumping in here we go <laughs> that's great <laughs> let's go bash bros baby <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, I didn't think you'd even show up for a DCL podcast at this point. You're so yeah. deep into the Diablo. Yeah, what are you now, 24. I, I think I played one day. I'm really, I grinded a lot. My head hurts. <laughs> um, I got all the way to like 39. Dang. Damn. I actually forgot when I, when, when I was doing the, the granny goodness, like backstory lore, I was just going to start doing like 
the lore of Diablo and seeing if you picked up on it. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing is I know absolutely nothing about Diablo and I know absolutely nothing about the DC universe. So it's a great fit for me. Yeah, it's a seamless, seamless changeover. That, But I do like that yeah. Shan Mantle because it's, you know, every time she gets hit pretty much, I mean, vast majority of the time, it's five strength downs and five speed downs for two turns. Well, the strength downs are only one turn, but the speed downs are two turns. That's pretty nasty when you're trying to hit her with a red and if she doesn't die. Yeah. Yeah. If you are, um, if you're listening and if you're like a psychopath and you like that kind of stuff, uh, all of Granny's moves are named after torture devices. Um, so all of oh, the really? ones that you see in the game, Pecana, Pendulum, Shan Mantle, Shrews Fiddle. And then when you're taking the legendaries, um, those also have moves until you take them and then you don't get to see them anymore. But like Pillory, Strapado, Pillywink, Stocks, like those are all torture devices so uh like i said if you're if you're like a sociopath out there and you're listening um well first sure. of all hey how you doing uh, <laughs> maybe get help but 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 also uh if you're interested in those kinds of things check out all the different definitions of those and it's a it was a, a neat little uh easter egg that that they kind of stuck in there for us. i had no idea and by if the you, way and if you really <laughs> yeah. want to know about all that stuff and you are really feel like getting super disturbed go to uh, st augustine and do their tour through their torture devices it is, <laughs> it, it is i mean it's like a three-hour tour and they go through every ancient torture device and they go through very explicit detail with models and you can see them you can see mannequins being tortured um it's it's really neat but it's also extremely disturbing yeah it sounds a little disturbing but hey, you can do that. You can take the tour and play DCL with Granny at the same time. There you yeah, go. There you go. Yeah, and then uh, like you're right outside on the beach in St. Augustine. It's lovely. Yeah. St. You know, Augustine is just a nice little. Uh, yeah. Yeah, St. Augustine's. I mean, it, and it's right in their little downtown area. And St. Augustine is one of my favorite places. I love St. Augustine. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think they actually have a second location in chicago as well because i kind of remember that from from when i was there and I, I think that they may be related too so they might be i mean those the torture devices they have there are actual torture devices that were used on people yeah no i know i have them in my house too uh, and, uh, <laughs> so they, they looked very accurate from, yeah. from what, what i have in my my attic so <laughs> um before we go can we touch on the reworks real quick because i haven't done their legendary orders well yeah, so before we jump into that, I do have, since we're still talking about these guys, I, I, I do have a quick question for Zubaz. Uh, so we didn't prep you at all for this, but, you know, I, I obviously I got to watch, uh, you know, some Crime Alley the other day, and um, for those of you guys who didn't see it, absolutely check it out. Um, you know, you get to see Zubaz playing, playing, uh, cosplay and dress up. Right. And I, and I believe that's just your normal pajamas, right? Like you sleep with the trident. Yes. And, okay. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> so, um, so I was thinking, and I was like, man, I kind of want to do, uh, you know, uh, like ask a question, like kind of off the wall question for this. And so, you know, we have the new tunes, uh, who's, who's your favorite tune in game of, out of everybody or do you mean this out of everybody out of everybody? Out of everybody, and he's got to be Aquaman. That's just, he's always been my favorite character. Aquamoa, right? Uh, yes. No. <laughs> King of Atlantis. I, I would say Aquaman with a with, with Swamp Thing runner up, probably. Okay. So let so now what I want you to do is I want you to, you know, you showed everybody on camera the other day like how you could dress the part. I want you to act the part like you are Aquaman KOA and all of a sudden you're starting uh, the DCL match and you see Granny and Desaad on the other side. So um, act the part real quick. What's like the first thing that comes out of your mouth? Uh, what is the first, if I'm, if I'm Aquaman, uh, you know, honestly, the, the first thing that comes out of my mouth is probably mental. Uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm immediately going for like the, the, the psychic signals here where I'm just like, Oh shit. Uh, let me call in some sharks here because, because these guys are, these guys are ugly. Uh, I, but I, I think my first is, is probably just like, uh, Oh, and you have to use your Aquaman voice. And so. I have to use my Aquaman voice. My yeah. God. You're, you're acting right now. This is your chance. to. <laughs> so what, what exactly I, is I, an Aquaman voice? Can I, my, my favorite character is actually Jericho. 
Um, so can I use my Jericho voice? <laughs> I, I gotta hear this. <laughs> I'm so happy I came to this. This is hilarious. I, actually, Zubaz, this is easy. Just release the Kraken. <laughs> Man, uh, my, yeah. My, my my other concern here is is like we had that hate mail voiceover from from last episode uh, that was so <laughs> yeah, good, that's right. but I that I've made like my when I get text messages now that's what plays. Uh, so I'm concerned <laughs> that people will do that to my voice here. Um, I need like a good like like Aquaman like saying like I don't know he he doesn't have as many catchphrases. You know, for like 40 years, like he would always just say stupid stuff like galloping guppies and it would be really <laughs> dumb. Uh, and then, you know, then they made him cool, but he doesn't say cool stuff anymore. Um, you know, galloping, galloping guppies. guppies work. That yeah, just we do your sound drop guppies. too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on a, a soundboard for podcasts. Nice. I haven't taken, had the time yet. I got a little derailed with this whole Diablo thing, but. All right. Um. Yeah, this is, I feel like, uh, man, you really got, you got on the spot it. here. Yeah, you got it. I know. Um, you dress the part. Now the community is crying out to have you hear the part <laughs> or for them to hear the part. I know. Uh, I, I wish I, I wish I would have, would have prepared for this. Uh, I really would have, <laughs> you know, what I would have done is I would have actually put on the costume first and then really felt in in the moment um I'm trying to think of like what what's like a good Aquaman saying um i think he would he would he would probably just call on like like a you know like poseidon or neptune or something um yeah I, I, I'll, I'll i'll go with that we'll just go with uh if, if like granny and Desaad land on the field he would probably just look at them, kind of maybe raise the trident and just go, great Neptune. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So WB, if you're out there looking for it to recast. Here we go. I <laughs> uh, hear there's a mirror roll open. So Zubaz, maybe you could shoot for that. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's actually what, yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll shoot for Mera too. That's my next cosplay um, is going to be Mera. So. Perfect. Well, let me know if someone, I need to tune in. <laughs> I swear it was the dog. Maybe maybe I'll do like a, like a, one of those weird, like half and half costumes, like, like half Aquaman, like on the right side and Mera on the left side. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's perfect for pride week. There you go. Great things. (laughs) Great things happen on this podcast. Everybody. It is true. It is true. (laughs) All right. Moving. So wait, just before we close, you, you said the favorite character of Zubaz is Aquaman, right? So we know Burger is Superman. I'm, pr- I'm right with that, right? Yeah, that's uh, well. Yeah, if, if I'm reading comics for sure, I think favorite in game. What about in game? Yeah, in game, it's probably. Oof. My, I, I, the ones that I'm probably using the most. If I said, "Hey, I'm just starting any match right now," it'd probably be Nightwing. Okay. Oh, you mean I, I meant like in general, like the tune could be trash, also. Oh, okay. Well, so if, just if I'm picking up a comic right now, I'd, I'd, it would be Superman if it's DC. Cool. What about you, Hate Mel? Mm, I, I, I go round and round, but Starfire has always been one of my favorite characters in the comics and then in the game right now peacemaker's up there he's kind of tied with yeah I, I i really like playing with peacemaker he's just he's really fun i think decide might might be in the running soon though we're gonna see i'm eager to play with him he's, he's gonna... an early projection like, yeah, early projection decide. 20 minutes i'm gonna play decide but i just say <laughs> he's not even out he's uh, literally not even out and hate is like hey he might be my favorite <laughs> I just I, I foresee him being. I like I like control type characters, but Peacemaker's been really fun. I've I've super enjoyed him. I've always really liked Aquaman and Superman in game. Just I tend to reach for them mainly because they're just so damn good. But uh, but yeah, I would have to say Peacemaker right now. I, that I, that changes regularly though. But he's one I I put on almost every team. 
especially with that's the stat boost. That's because he's awesome. Yeah, especially yeah. with the stat boost. Now Good he's job with that stat boost. Um, mm-hmm. No comment. We... <laughs> <laughs> let's oh. talk. Uh, let's talk at your real quick before we're we're starting to get long in the tooth here. <clears throat> um, just a quick uh, Zubaz. I know he's one of your. Yeah, you like I love the game. I mean, I, I definitely plan on taking him all the way up now. He's he's great. I think they did a great job. And the thing is, like, he he kind of feels like he plays pretty similar to how he used to, but now he has true sight all the time. Um, so that's pretty effective. And then it's it's just you know I think in twenty twenty two we're just we're taking a lot of the the guesswork out, right? So it's like you don't have to. Oh, is he going to double strike or not? You know he's going to double strike, and so that's been really really helpful. Uh, so yeah, I think I think he's great. He reminds me a lot of a balanced version of what Spectre probably should have been, right? Like it's it's this is he's a very solid A tune, but he's not way overpowered. And so I think this is I think they hit the nail on the head with this one. Luke, have he's, you used uh, him? I have yeah, not. I have. I, oh, sorry, U.S. Luke. I have used him, and at first I didn't really notice what the differences were. Um, and then I've used him like more, and everything Zubaz just said is is it's it's really what we strive for if you think about it, because I personally hate tunes that are percentage based. It drives me insane because you can't rely on them. And you don't know if it's going to happen or if it's not going to happen. And it's just, it's always a risk. I like to know that if I'm going to use a move, it, it's going to work. Like, I don't, I don't like that percentage stuff. And we push for that with WB to really say, don't do that percentage stuff. And this time they think, I don't even remember if they gave it to us when we originally saw it. I don't even think they did percentages on him which was awesome. So the fact that you can rely on him, one thing I did notice is that he does not beat the crap out of, like, he doesn't, he was, like, colorblind at one point in his career. And I did notice that he works exceptionally well against greens and blues, but he doesn't hit quite as hard against reds, and I'm okay with that. Like, I'm all right with that. Sometimes I feel like his true damage doesn't work, but he's very reliable. So I think he's going to be a solid A. And Rebirth, if anybody takes him to Rebirth 5, he's going to knock you out. Oh, yeah. Rebirth 5 will wipe out Reds, too, I think. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> he will wipe, he'll just wipe anybody out because he'll be so strong, if, especially if a tune is dead. So, like, if, as soon as he gets those int ups and he does that really annoying buff move, um, he's just going to own. So, he, but he's not OP, at least not yet. At least not what I saw. That'll be fun during his PvP week. I mean, his uh, alliance week when he's the bonus tune every day. <laughs> oh god, that PVE is going to be awful. I'm glad I don't do that anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, that was I like did, the best I, thing ever. Yeah, based on a, a request that we had, we are going to see if we could push for WB to have one of those days for PVE be Etrigan, Robin, Lobo uh, together for PVE. They need to do uh, that just... and put like a, a, a big time special bonus that week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just call it help. No, you know what they should do? Come out with an exclusive tune that you can only get that week. <laughs> Winner game all, and you got to use Robin, Etrigan, and Lobo every day. <laughs> every Hell week in day. DCL. <laughs> Burger, Hell week. What were you saying about him? I mean, he's he hits so freaking hard. Um, like I, I've played against him in a few matches. Haven't taken him. Uh, into any matches myself, but he he's definitely somebody you have to watch out for. It's so easy for him to get overheal. He's double tapping you, and his I mean, like all of his moves. If he hits you, like it, it you feel it. Um. So yeah, he's he's really good now. Zubaz, what would you say for legendary order? I'm a little torn on him. Um, I like 
the the one first. Let me just pull it up real quick. Uh, here it is. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Well. Yeah, yes, that's. that's <laughs> I, I'm having a hard time with this one actually. Okay, so 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 actually, the the three is first. You you have to start with the three um, because the the light overheal that he gains at the start of battle opens up the gates on the rest of his kit. So you really do have to start with the three, I think. Um, after that, it's kind of, I would say, dealer's choice between the one and the four. Um, you know, the four is what you, what you use to ramp him up, but he can do pretty solid damage just by the, the double swipes anyway. So um, I, I think really what you need is minimum L3. Yeah, I agree with, with that. one, three, and four being the ones that you take. After that, um, uh, you know, I think the the AOE is is pretty decent, but also the agility ups make him a little bit tankier. So, but but those are really just gravy. I think it's kind of minimum L three with with three, and then either three one four or three four one. Okay, yeah, I think I'm on the same page with that. He's you definitely want an L3. That's those are the bread and butter. Everything else after that is. Uh, you might as well just go one, two, three, four, five, and all done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is he a reward in the new Red Alerts? He is not. He was in Red Alerts for he was the the, the dark ages of Red Alerts when it was the same for like two and a half years. Yeah. If you yeah. don't have Etrigan yeah. shards, that means you're a new player. I mean, really, if you've right. been playing for any length of time. <laughs> And you actually run your red alerts, you have tons and tons of Etrigan shards. So probably yeah, gonna be very I, good for a lot of a lot of people. Yeah. I have them, I think, either RB2 or RB3 ready without ever really having like farmed him or like bought his stuff before. So um, I think he's he's gotta be up there for a lot of people. And let's talk uh Raven. Actually, we'll let Zubez go last on this one because I know he's gonna have a lot to say. Burger, your just initial thoughts of Raven's <laughs> rework? I have not uh, used her at all. Okay. Uh, I, I haven't gone against her, so um, yeah, I don't really have any thoughts on her yet. How about you, Luke? I didn't. I, didn't, I thought I was muted, but I'm not. Um, I haven't used her. I saw a few videos. To be honest, I still don't think she's going to be good. But I'll try her out during Siege at the beginning and we'll see. I've used her some. I, she's not bad. She's definitely, I would say she's definitely playable now. Um, if you like her. Is she her. better than she was? Oh, yeah. I mean, it didn't take much, though, to be. I mean, I don't think she's exceptional in any way. I'm not really sure. I know she's still bugged to a certain degree, but a little bit was fixed. Oh, Zubaz, let's go. Wait, wait. Did they yeah. fix it? Can she still stun herself? Um, kind of. But that's part of the kit. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's the part of the kit that should they should have taken. Um, permanent stun immunity as an intrinsic trait, not as a buff or debuff. <laughs> that she's just permanently stun immune because it's so stupid. You're absorbing the stuns, and you're stunned. It's it's ridiculous. Just my opinion. Oh, I agree. I, I raised that. I think it's so that bad. before it happened, so <laughs> I knew yeah. that was coming. Um, I listen. I mean, I I think that it's. I think they botched it a little bit. If if I'm if I'm being honest, um, I, I I think again she kind of lacks focus, um, where she she does a couple things, uh, but none of them particularly well. Right. So so she has this inherent crit damage nerf that she does um with her you know negative 50 percent or 45 percent crit chance great uh but that's it doesn't nerf it completely so it still can happen um then she's got the um the affinity power downs on her basic and i'll talk about them more in a second but that's something different than crit downs and then she's also doing heals and then she's also absorbing debuffs and it's like it's it's jack of all trades master of none and not better than a master of one, in my opinion. <laughs> but um, I, I think there are, you know, like her heel used to be the biggest 
single target heal in the game. You could take a tune from very low health to full overheal with just one shot from Raven. And they changed it to an AOE heal. And it's like, okay, I get when you're trading single for AOE that you need to reduce that a little bit, but they reduced it entirely too much um, such that the AOE heal is, is pretty minimal. Now that would be livable if she was regularly doing that move, but right now that's bugged such that it only triggers once per match. Um, and even if it triggered every time she gets a turn, she's so slow that it doesn't matter. Um, so, so I think that they just, it, it was like scattershot. It wasn't good. Um, my biggest takeaway from Raven, the thing that I'm most excited about is that they did give us the affinity power downs in her basic. It opens us up for using that in a much better way in the future. Um, and I think that that's a really good debuff. Um, like for, for those that aren't familiar, that's what we a lot of the time think the other affinity buffs and debuffs should be. So this is, if you put affinity buff power downs on a red, they hit a blue less hard. If you stack enough of them, it completely negates any bonus that a red has against a blue. Which that That's is really, cool. really awesome. Yeah. I'm glad we have that. I think she should do more of that, but it's good for us in terms of like giving feedback and everything that, that we know that now that that's on the table, that maybe we could use it a little, a little bit better the next time out. Yeah, I'd love to see doesn't, more characters. Doesn't help Raven. <laughs> yeah. Well, it might, maybe if somebody does something with them on it. You know, right, not... right. You know, like a stun if guarantee if they have uh, affinity power downs or, you know, something like something, that. Yeah. So, so, yeah, yeah. What do you think about Legendary Order for her? That one's she's another tough one. Yeah, she she is a little tricky. Um, I do think the um, the two that the overheal increased per debuff purged it, in order to make her heal worth anything. Um, that is what you're going to want to take early. Um, I also think the crit chance, the, the negative 45% crit chance, that's going to depend on your play style. So if you already use Aquaman, there's no point in taking that for Raven. If you already use Supergirl, there's probably no point in taking that for Raven. Um, but if you're not a fan of either or just don't have either of those tombs, that's something you can bump up early. Um, one comment about her legendary third as well it's an AOE move now, which is pretty cool. And that move does pretty solid damage. Now I'm happy about that improvement. Um, it can't miss with that legendary. And the purge 10 buffs, if the primary target has evasion ups, it purges 10 random buffs from the entire team. So it doesn't purge 10 on the primary target and it doesn't purge 10 per tune. It purges 10 like team wide. Um, which I think the only reason you would take that legendary is to make it can't miss. Yeah, I was um, thinking uh, yeah. I would like, I mean, her four, the two-turn death immunity is useful to just keep her alive since she's so slow. Yeah, I mean, that's true. At the same time, it can be purged. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I still think that I would go two first, especially if we hopefully get them to fix the number of times that that heal yeah. triggers. Uh, but other than that, maybe like two, four. Uh, I was thinking I, I two, five, know. four personally, but. Yeah, yeah, I think that works too. <laughs> I, I don't love any of them if I'm perfectly honest. Yeah. Well, I was having a little bit of difficulty in her ones, kind of. Meh. Yeah, her one is so convoluted. Yeah. But. So I know you, uh, I'm shifting a little bit because I know we're short on time. I know you wanted hate to, uh, for me to talk about why I ranked Mongol in A. Oh, yes, yes. People, I had several comments about that on the tier list. So for those of you that make it to the 54-minute marker, <laughs> now's your time to shine. Nice. Yep. So do you need me to go now? Yeah, go for it. Um. So, so, so I think it kind of just depends on how you look at tiers, right? And so, you know, I look at 
when when I think about A tier, personally, I think about doesn't need a lot of people to keep going. Makes everybody makes any team that he's on better because he's on there. Um, and you know, I think he has a pretty solid kit. Like you know, obviously the the taunt was you know highly you know everybody's kind of going after that. Um, you know, he was the third most tuned that I used this last siege. Um, and and you know, and and hell even. Uh, the other person that bought him, um, you know, I know it's debatable. Like he had a Mel three, you know, and he finished second. Um, and he was using them on every team that I saw. And so, um, you know, I, to me, like you know, Kit was solid, you know, having the, you know, he, his three does hit pretty hard. You know, he helps your team stack awareness. He stacks awareness on himself. Um, you know, adding like as a leader, like he makes everybody around him better, like to where, you know, as long as he can survive, um, he, you know, is they can't get stunned. Um, and so like when I kind of judge tunes, it's like, does he need a lot of support, which he really didn't to me, he didn't need a lot of support and, you know, kit was pretty solid. Um, and he was, he was making everybody around him better. And so like, you know, like you could kind of plug him in with most other tunes and, you know, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to make them a better, uh, better tune right off the bat. So now once he gets hit, you know, he's, he's kind of gone, but you know, there's other tunes also that, you know, kind of have a, you know, glass jaw if they, if they get hit, but the awareness does help. The only other little flaw that I saw was, you know, I, I kind of hated how, if he already had an awareness, like his passive was giving other people awareness. Um, you know, I wish it would let him kind of stack it, especially whenever he had the taunt. Um, and so that way, you know, he could just sit there and keep stacking the awareness. It would help and it would make that taunt kind of viable. Like, Hey, keep hitting me. It's not going to matter. Um, and then, and then just getting him to go a little faster than everybody else. So he could use his three on whoever would potentially do the most damage to him. Um, whenever his taunt triggered, um, and so you know, I, I was using it with impulse a lot uh, or Wally in order to allow him to go a little faster, and then whoever was gonna gonna hit him hardest, I was like, okay, let me put this unpurgeable taunt on you or uh, stun on you, and that was it. So that's that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, I haven't I really used him a whole lot since his uh taunt been removed, but I think I wonder if he'll see play this siege with all the stuns that you're worried about. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've said this a couple times. I had I got in like a little mini debate of, with some uh, person on Reddit about this earlier this week, but there are 57 tunes in the game that stun. 57. And like 20 of those are like A to S tier tunes that you're going to see in PvP all the time that are probably there in part because of their stun. This is literally a turn-based game Getting a turn is the most important thing that you can do. And so losing a turn is one of the most devastating things that can happen to you in the game. So the idea that you can now take a third of the roster, 57 tunes, and say, you can't do that move anymore while this guy's still alive, that's so good. <laughs> I think that alone is like a B-tier tune. The rest of his kit probably bumps him up to A. Yeah, I think he's definitely one we're going to need to revisit on the next tier list now that the taunt's gone. What was he? What What did you guys have? I never tried him, so I didn't vote. I think he went to B, but that was because a lot of people didn't try him. Some people voted low, some people voted high. I was in the middle. I voted B, personally. Um, I think we had a C vote and an A vote, so it was kind of, okay, that's a B. But this, this month would be a test, because if he doesn't see play during the siege, he's probably a B. If he sees play during the siege with all the stunners that you got to worry about, uh, then he might push himself up. We'll see. But on that note, I think we are. Uh, it's an hour. It's, we're at the, the hour marker, and I got the sod just dropped one minute ago, so I'm gonna go tinker around with him, <laughs> and then I gotta I gotta get grinding on Diablo because. I'm getting left in the dust by everyone. So actually I think I just blew everybody away. <laughs> well, I expected that from you, but I'm also getting 
passed by Doombox and other people that are playing. So I I'm probably gonna go watch the spelling bee. Controller. <laughs> <laughs> Make it rain. Make it rain. <laughs> All right. Have fun at your um your concert that you live at. Concerts twenty four seven. Lately, do it. Let's do it. It's either jazz, jazz show or spelling bee. I'm gonna make a decision. We're gonna flip a coin here in a little bit. Do both. <laughs> <laughs> Just have some. All right, have, Joe. Have some soft cool. jazz behind the the the, the spelling competition. <laughs> For sure. All right, cool. All right, thanks, guys. All right, guys. You have a good one. Hello, hello, everyone. It's yours truly, the AB. Thanks for listening to the show. If you like what you hear, please consider becoming a Patreon. Head over to patreon.com forward slash WROL broadcast. Get the inside scoop with exclusive content and early reviews. How about that hate mail, everyone? The other day, he told me he looked up his family tree and found three dogs using it. Huh. <laughs>